How's it all going out there, guys? Welcome to the Jam Room Podcast. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Hasn't been too long since I talked to you last. We had a little bonus episode on Friday. Hope you had a chance to check it out. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, had a cool weekend. How was your weekend? Hope you didn't celebrate too hard for 9-11. Although I was kind of out and about. I had to go um, uh, celebrate uh, Liam's birthday. Yeah, he's turning 400 pretty soon. Uh, so we went out on the weekend, went into the Swan Valley, which is like a little winery, brewery sort of district in the outskirts of Perth. Had a nice lunch. Ah, it wasn't even that nice, really. I had the chili mussels and they kind of sucked. Ah, it's fucking what it is. It was fun. Got out in the sun, got to see a whole bunch of people and, you know, we, we drank, we laughed, we told stories that were, you know, sometimes true. Yeah, it was, it was a good time. And, uh, you know, it kind of fucked me up, though. Uh, the rest of uh, the evening, a bunch of people came back to my place, had some drinks, kept going. And at one point in the evening, fucking, you know, we're all out, music's playing, all that sort of shit. I have my stereo outside, and I, I have the amplified the stereo on a little, little shelf with brackets sort of up high. You know, head height for me which is way over head height for a lot of other people so they don't knock their head on this fucking shelf. Um, yeah, and at one point in the night, I, l- I leant on this thing. Leaned on it? Either way, I put some pressure on this thing and it just fucking fell down. And so this amplifier just came crushing to the floor, bouncing off my leg. Um, fucking f- phone that I just bought last week. Just got a new iPhone last week. Already cracked the screen. It's just what it is. That all happened. It was conf- kerfuffle. Fucking the music kept playing, though. So everything was all fine, all great. Just partied on the rest of the night like nothing happened. It was cool. Everyone leaves. It's maybe midnight or whatever. I smash a bit of food, get into bed. About two in the morning, I wake up and my fucking leg is on fire. And I had no idea what from. I, I'm thinking I've got a blood clot. This is bullshit this is fucking emergency room sort of scenario ah what the hell's going on and then i remembered the amplifier falling it must have just the corner of that amplifier as it fell just hit me right in that fucking sensitive spot between your kneecap and your knee joint you know the one is kind of like the kind of like the funny bone of your knee that's stupidly sensitive on the outside of your knee sort of anyway so i was fucked up i couldn't get to sleep for the rest of the night so I was up at 2 a.m. Just The pain was just insane. It felt like someone was strangling my bones. Uh, yeah, it was nuts. I couldn't really walk all of Sunday. Fucking today, it's a little better, but I'm still hobbling around like a bitch. I'll get over it. Fun times. But those fucking, those moments when you get injured, but you're a little bit drunk. And you're just Superman. Like, it, it doesn't even affect you. So that was, that was my strategy yesterday, being in so much fucking pain. So it's like, well, I'll just keep drinking till I'm at that level that I was when it happened. And I did. And I could walk again. It was fine. I know I'm doing some damage and all that sort of shit. But, you know, sometimes the alcohol is all that can really help you. And it certainly did. And so I'm continuing that strategy today. 
I am drinking a Good Tides Hard Salsa. A raspberry flavoured one. It's a bit fucking sweet for my taste. I prefer the White Claw. But, you know, they stayed sold out. So, it is what it is, guys. How's your weekend been? Did you listen to some of those tracks we talked about? There's plenty of new music to be talking about uh, this week. And there's more coming out in the future. It's going to be fucking cool. We'll always get around to that sort of stuff. But obviously the big news was fucking, it was 9-11. And I know everybody's taking the time to sort of reflect 20 years since those towers fell. And that's pretty much all we can agree on as a society is that the towers fell. Like, let's face it, for, for the generation like myself, you know, I'm in my 30s. That was like the start of conspiracy shit, right? Like, like so I, I remember watching this this go down, and I, I watched it, you know, on CNN, which is a rare thing here in Australia in the early 2000s. But um, my family's always had some kind of cable, satellite, TV, like Foxtel, it used to be Galaxy, and all this sort of shit, because uh, my family's immigrants, and they really wanted to keep up with um, what was going on on UK TV, uh, which was silly. <laughs> they fucking had all these expensive subscriptions and, you know, my family was not fucking well off, of, you know, paycheck to paycheck, but somehow they squeezed in a subscription to Foxtel my entire life. And, uh, for the sole purpose of watching a show called EastEnders. And I don't know if you've ever seen this show called EastEnders, don't recommend it, but it's like one of the longest running soap operas ever. Um, about a fucking town square or a whole bunch of people that just live near each other in the east end of London. And that description of the show is more exciting than the show. But for some reason, my mum was fucking obsessed with it. So, you know, as, as kids, when we ha- have dinner and stuff like that in the evenings, we'd all just sit around the table, talk about your day, fucking whatever. You can't leave the table till you finish all your veg. All that sort of shit that good parents do. Uh, but when we got a little bit older, dinner was always prepared for 6 or 6.30 or whenever the fuck EastEnders was coming on. And that's what we did as family, just watched EastEnders. And hated it as a kid, but, you know, after a couple of years of watching it every fucking day, you end up being a little bit invested in these transient stories that sort of pop up and evolve and then get resolved. But while they're being resolved, another issue has popped up to keep you stuck for the next week or two or and all that sort of shit. I remember at some point we kind of found out that, um, guys, because you're going to realize this is like 90s, early 2000s. The internet sucks, especially here in Australia. There's not a lot of, um, well, there's no fucking streaming or anything like that. So there was a point that uh, they had to catch up EastEnders because we were seeing it every single day, but we were actually three years behind compared to the UK and the actual episodes and the actual storyline that's going on in this um, god-awful uh, soap opera, right? So I remember there was this point where I fucking, you know, on the rare occasion my mum would talk to a friend back in Scotland or England or something like that and get caught up on what kind of big chunk is going to happen and then fucking years later that stuff starts happening on our TVs. Like, oh my God, but they had to do these binge watches to catch everybody up. Because they couldn't get away with showing us fucking three-year-old uh, soap operas anymore. Yeah, it was stupid. But anyway, fucking September 11, when that shit happened, for some reason, my dad was watching CNN. He never used to watch CNN, but it was on, and we watched it all go down live. I remember it was, it was the evening here in Perth. 
of September 11, I guess, because we we're in front and it happened in the morning of September 11. So it was the evening over here. And uh, that shit was wild, man. That shit was wild. We all saw that happen, right? We all saw those towers just flatten like a pancake. We all saw this shit going on. And, and that's what I'm saying. The only thing we can agree on is that they fell. How they fell, why they fell, what, we're, what it was an excuse for, how it justified things in the future, all that stuff everybody can fucking disagree on. And let's be honest, you got every fucking right to disagree with some of that shit. If, if you agree with everything that was in the 9-11 report, wow, wow, good for you, man. That's cool. Anybody else that's got some questions that weren't quite satisfied by the official narrative, now, 20 years later, what do you think? What do you think? Biden's just gone ahead and released a whole bunch of other 9-11 documents. Why were there 9-11 documents not released to the public 20 years later? I don't know. But even with the ones he, re he released, there was parts that were redacted and edited. It's, so what the fuck? How could you not have questions? How could you not have questions? You're supposed to have questions about that shit, right? And uh, I don't know. I remember seeing Tower 7 fall for no reason. I remember something hitting the fucking Pentagon and then, you know, apparently didn't have wings or some shit. I don't know what the fuck was going on with that. It was all pretty crazy. They don't even really include them on the official attack anymore. But, you know, it was 9-11. So it's, it's, you know, nearly 3,000 people died. So you got to commemorate these people and the, and the heroes that rushed to their aid because, like, a terror attack like that, rushing to the aid is one thing. But rushing to the aid of a fucking massive, dramatic um, demolition site like that in the middle of fucking New York, it's heroism just to have navigated the traffic, right? So, anyway, we all saw that shit go down. No one really fucking knows what the official story is hiding and all that sort of stuff. For some reason, we were told all the hijackers, well, most of the hijackers was from Saudi Arabia, but we never sent a fucking team over there to investigate or bomb them or whatever. Osama bin Laden was behind it, right? And then when SEAL Team 6 or whatever finally got Osama bin Laden, look at the photos they gave you. They're fake. They're fake. The photos of Osama bin Laden dead are fake as shit. And... It raises more questions. Like, whenever is there an investigation into something and you're left more bewildered? Right? Because that's what's happened with 9-11 and it's very fucking strange because we can obviously have a bit of hindsight now. It's 20 years on. It was like, all right, shit. It was a bit of a fake war. Little bit of something going on here. It was Afghanistan. It was Iran. It was Iraq. It was something else. We know it was terrorism and all that sort of shit. And just on that note... <coughs> If it was really just like extreme Muslims just out of the clear blue sky deciding to, you know, attack America, you know, I don't know what really prompted it, just a, just a blanket hatred for the Westerners. It was kind of the explanation, right? They just hate our freedom. That's what it was. And if, and guess, guess what? Like a fucking whole bunch of, of Muslims still hate America. And still hate our freedoms, apparently, or our foreign policy, which it, what really is. And do they celebrate on 9-11 the way we commemorate? 
Because the news isn't covering that shit. Is there big parties and stuff like that? Like, they're Independence Day. They fucking finally got one over us. On over, over, or whatever the fuck it is. They fucked us up. They got a win, apparently. But whatever. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's weird. I don't want to get into the fucking full conspiracy side of shit. But for someone of my generation, that was the first time you saw some pretty crazy shit happening right in front of your eyes. You know? Like, there's, there's something going on. It, it was kind of like watching the... Um, the 2020 election, right? Something's up. And then you can see it happening in real time. That was the first one for our generation. And those 20 years later, we all still got questions, hey? I don't really know how to answer any of those questions, except that, uh, I don't know. Let's take this as a bit of a feather in our cap as far as fucking awareness of what underlying bullshit could be going on. I'm not saying it is. Just could be going on because we kind of need that foresight and that hindsight kind of coming into play when all this COVID shit's happening right now, right? Because uh, we can all agree that COVID is still a virus. Where it came from, what to do about it, they're all still up for debate, right? Um, sort of, I don't know, it depends on who you're talking to. But, you know, there's a lot of questions. We've got a lot of questions and we can definitely see what fucking powers were grabbed and taken or freedoms were taken by a power grab from governments when 9-11 happened. You know, the, the fucking airport security went out of control and hasn't ever gone back. Um, a bunch of shit's changed forever. It's happening now in real time again. And do we have all the answers to make these things justifiable in the future? Who knows? They always say they're just emergency powers. Fine. Maybe we're just going to be in a state of emergency forever from now on. Who knows? It's just what it is. But yeah, shout out to the, the fallen heroes or the heroes that are still alive today and, and fucking did a great job of doing whatever they contributed to the, the cleanup of that fucking mess, that molten lava mess weeks later for some reason. Who the fuck knows? This is not any stupid dog whistle that it was definitely a fucking inside job or it was actually just terrorists because none of those answers really satisfy all the questions that everyone has so yeah it was 9-11 yeah yeah and we went out and i had chili mussels in the sun and drank you know it's a good day to celebrate not because of the 9-11 because it was liam's birthday that's what it was all about really but yeah fucking so now i've got a sore leg and I got to drink my way through it. And yeah, so let's talk about some fucking new music, hey guys? By the way, I do have some really cool shit coming up in the future. Some cool interviews lined up um, in the next couple of weeks. So if you listen to this podcast, tell a friend about it. You know, to help us out, let's grow this community. The more you guys interact with me, the better I can like deliver on what the hell you guys want and just my own ramblings and all that sort of shit. It's fun. Get involved with this podcast, guys. All the uh, ways to contact me will be in the description of this this episode. So you fucking use them if you want, or don't use them. That's fine. You're welcome to not listen. That's the beauty of this world, hey. Anyway, I checked out a few albums. I know last week we um, kind of talked about some shit that was like heavier side. You know, I mentioned Iron Maiden. And um, the new Metallica sort of uh, cover album thing, that four hour long marathon. Um, listen to a few more of those ones, uh, more of those covers. They're all right. 
They're not bad. There's not a lot really worth talking about. Ghost was pretty cool. Ghost's cover of um, Enter Sandman, pretty cool. That guy's a weird uh, musician. Don't really know what to make of him. Maybe we'll get into it in the future. So this week I was like, all right, let's do something a bit more lo-fi, fucking chilled, cool, cruisy, easy vibes. And there's a couple of good albums that fit that category that have come out in the last week or two. Um, the first one I want to talk about is called A Force Majeure. A Force Majeure is the name of the album by an artist named Tora. And it's a decent album, guys. This has got like James Blake feel all the way through it, which is definitely up my alley. He's got some incredible lyrics, incredible vocals, and just like the, the production is, is awesome. So if, you, if you're like hanging out and putting like lo-fi kind of tunes on while you're not really listening to music, you know what I mean? And I don't want to say that about this album. You, you can listen to it in two ways. Background. Awesome. It just sets the vibe, right? But if you really want to sink into it, do the headphone thing and really, really try and appreciate the way the sounds are separated and the lyrics and the beautiful vocals and all that sort of stuff because this, this is one of those albums that has more to give depending on the, like, the level of attention you give it. Something like that, right? Anyway, Tora. Really, really cool. I need to check out more by this dude. I think, I don't know if it's a band named Tora, if it's just a dude named Tora, but whatever. There is a like a feature track on the album that um, has a chick singing, really, really cool. Doesn't ever leave that pocket, you know what I mean? So it kind of sits in that wicked, just chill space. It's a chill space. And likewise, um, with an album called Where Have All the Flowers Gone? By uh, a girl named Deb Never. Really cool name, by the way, hey? Deb Never. Never is a sick surname. It's fucking awesome. Never. Wow. I like it. I like it. I like it. And the album's cool as well. I like the album. She's a... I don't know. There's a, all these stories about this girl. She suffered from so much anxiety that she could never even talk sometimes and, and all this sort of stuff. It's like, ah, whatever. This album doesn't have that sort of angsty sort of, oh, yeah, I'm a victim sort of bullshit going on with it. It's just a cool fucking album, guys. And I highly recommend it. It's, um, it's sitting in the exact same pocket that I just mentioned, except now you've got different vocals, um, kind of cool beats, and a whole bunch of other sort of stuff that's just interesting to, interesting to, to, to put on to, to like refresh your sort of palette for the day. You know what I mean? You, you definitely won't have any massive problems with this album. Will you be super, super entertained? Don't know. Don't know. That's 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 up to you. But you certainly wouldn't be offended by it. No one's going to listen to this album and go, "Oh, it's oh, gross." No one. No one's going to have that kind of adverse reaction to this music, which is kind of cool. It's a unifying thing with music, you know. There's one thing to be like someone's favorite artist, but to be nobody's disliked artist. You know what I mean? What's more of a win? Some people love this band. A lot of people hate them. But there's just some music out there that just no one has a problem with, right? And uh, yeah, it's kind of a cool little, um, cool little space to be in. So yeah, check out that album. It's called Where Have All the Flowers Gone by Deb Never. And yeah, I've been working on some music lately. Uh, a little slower than I would have liked to. I'd like to get into some this afternoon. It depends how I feel because this aching feeling in my leg is just really fucked up. And uh, 
don't know if it's going to distract me or just make things harder than they should be. So I'll just, you know, I'll wing it. I'll t- take my time with all that sort of shit. But uh, there's, a, there's a song I want to show you guys at the end of this episode coming up next, right? Um, it's because it's from an artist that I can't find anywhere anymore. Don't know where she's gone. This is a song uh, by a girl named Una Garthwaite. And for the life of me, I can't find anything new by her or what she's doing. I'd see that she's maybe got a little bit of a YouTube channel with like maybe 40 subscribers or something like that, but doesn't exist on Spotify at all. So you can't really hear these songs. And like this, this song in particular, there's some things about it. One, the drum groove is just fucking insane. And so I want to find out who's drumming on this, this track. I can't find anything. I can't find any information. So I thought, you know what, I, if I bring this to the podcast, you guys might be able to help me track something down about this, this girl and this song and this project that was going on. Um, I was probably alerted to this track maybe 10, 12 years ago, something like that, right? And I used to listen to it a lot. It's one of those ones that I would just be on repeat. I'd get to the end of it and just play it again because the drum groove is so fucking cool to me. Um, so yeah, I'll put it out here in, in Spotify and just th- uh, on this podcast, sorry, and, and just throw it out into the universe and see if anything catches. Una Garthwaite, if you somehow stumble across this, I want to chat to you. I've got questions for you. Um, and everybody else out there, Maybe try and find her YouTube channels and and stuff like that. Like this song isn't even on her YouTube channel. Someone else put like visuals to it and put it up on their own YouTube channel. So I was like, all right, cool. It's the only way I could find this track these days. And it's called um, Haunting Me. I think it's called Haunting Me by Una Garthwaite. And it's fucking really, really cool, guys. So let's let's just put it out to the universe and, and... Hopefully something will come back. We'll see. So that's it. That's it. It's a Monday. I'm going to talk to you guys maybe later in the week. Maybe not a bonus episode this week. We'll see how things are going. In fact, it's a big probably not. Because I normally do those bonus episodes on a Friday. But Friday is the wife's birthday. And I better remember that shit. And I better not be busy drinking out here at the bar yelling to nobody. I better be doing something that a good husband should do. And that's my plans. So have a great week. Remember to send in all your recommendations, anything that I've missed and stuff that I should check out. There's plenty of it. And I'd like to sort of at least cover stuff that you're interested in. So help us out. And it'll make both of our lives a little bit cooler, a little bit nicer. This is the Jam Room Podcast, everybody. This is Una Garthwaite with a song called Haunting Me. And I want you on the podcast. I got questions, guys. Listen to this fucking drum groove. Thank you.